Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga. A very good evening and welcome to Hot Business. Thanks so much for being with us. My name is Nzinga Kunta. Pleasure and a privilege to be in your company on this Tuesday evening in Johannesburg. So coming up this week, tomorrow we're going to find out what our inflation numbers are, how much the prices of goods and services has gone up or hopefully down, but I doubt it from what we pay at the tolls. And then, of course, on Thursday, our Reserve Bank Governor, Lisa Chakanyaho, is going to let us know what's happening with interest rates. And that's going to affect you quite a lot if you've got a credit card, if you've got a bond, if you've got a car payment, because that'll determine whether you're paying more, less or the same. So our hot topic in just a few moments is going to be with Johan Els, the economist, the chief economist at Old Mutual on interest rates in 2024 and just breaking those down for us and why it's important that we watch them, how it affect us and what may happen. I know we like asking economists to look in a crystal ball. That's a lot of pressure, but uh, always good to chat to Johan. So I'm sure I'm looking forward to that conversation. And then... You know, a lot of people that I've been speaking to over the last few days have been saying they're back from holiday, but it feels like they're already tired. And so I'll be speaking to Suvashna Ramutha. She's the founder of Suede Wellness. Uh, It's a life resilience institute. They have so many services there. And she's going to talk to us about how to be healthy in a corporate environment, how to look after your body Uh, I know maybe if you're driving home, maybe we'll ask her to give us some tips on what we should be doing, even in the car or in our office, just to get that rested holiday feeling. On Tuesdays here on Hot Business, we have Tuesday Hustle, uh, where we take a look at a profession or career and give you tips by someone who's in that industry on how to succeed there. Tonight, we're going to be talking about property business. There's so much potential and there's so much money in the residential property space in South Africa. In obvious and not so obvious places, Matzeleg Mohori is going to be speaking to us. She's the founder of Snooks Estates. And James Turp will take us through the local and international market movements. Thanks so much for being with us. Let's begin. Hot 1027. Joburg's best old school and R&B. So let's begin then. The Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee is set to make a pronouncement on interest rates. What could happen for the year ahead? I'm joined by Old Mutual's Chief Economist, Johan Els. Johan, thank you so much for your time on Hot Business this evening. Just tell me, what's the importance of watching what happens with our interest rates here in South Africa? Hi, good evening. Yes, um, obviously we're all... Um, got through last year through high inflation and high interest rates. So we are all looking forward to some relief on that front. I don't think it'll come in this meeting. I think the Reserve Bank is still very much concerned about the risks around inflation. And as you know, food prices, oil prices, and thus the potential impact on petrol prices through a weak rand exchange rate, those are all risks. But I think that inflation actually has come off so much over the last six to nine months that we can actually look forward to rate cuts after this meeting. So this meeting, they will still sound pretty Mm. um, hawkish and worried about inflation risks. But actual underlying inflation has surprised to the downside. So my view is that from March onwards, we can look towards rate cuts. And I think we will all welcome that. Okay. What does that mean for us on a day-to-day basis? How will we feel if and when those rate cuts comes, that our lives are a bit better, uh, our pockets are a bit fatter? Yes, indeed. Uh, so it, it takes a while um, because the first month you save a little bit on your interest payments on your loans, whether that's a mortgage loan or some other loans that you might have. Um, 
And inflation is also lower. So the combination of those, your your money can go a little bit further um, every month. Your um, interest rate bill comes down. And then gradually, month after month, things start improving a little bit. But mm-hmm. the first month, it won't be that much. And of course, it depends on how much debt you have, how much um, you're paying on interest per month. But gradually, I think... The important part is that as we see some improvement in our monthly um, um, disposable spending ability, that we start start feeling a little bit more confident about the future. And if that combines, hopefully, with some less load shedding, maybe the RAND starts uh, strengthening a little bit, which is not um, totally unexpected, then we will all start feeling a little bit better. So the confidence part is the important part. All right, Johan, we understand that we are affected by international factors as well that really have nothing to do with us. So when you're speaking about the RAND and the value of that, there's things that could happen outside of our control that are going to affect us and our prices. Just take me through some of those, please. Yes, absolutely. You're correct. Um, Often the RAND gets influenced by local factors. Uh, You might remember the time when Finance Minister Nene was fired, etc. Then local factors overshadow global factors. But over the past year or two, especially, it was global factors that was the biggest determinant of the rent exchange rate. And higher U.S. interest rates meant a stronger dollar, and that put Mm -hmm. pressure on the rent. So the rent weakened substantially. And to some extent, that's still at play. The market's uncertainty of when the Fed will start um, cutting interest rates. Every time we see a U.S. employment report or U.S. inflation number coming out, and whether it's better or worse than expected. What we're seeing now is the labor market is easing in the USA. Inflation has eased quite substantially. So similar to in South Africa, the U.S. Federal Reserve Board is expected to cut rates. We've already seen the U.S. dollar weaken from its strongest point around September last year to where we are now. And yeah, there are many cycles, but I suspect that once U.S. interest rate cuts start, and quite a number of them can happen throughout the year, the dollar will likely weaken a little bit further. That means less negative pressure on the RAND. So the RAND can actually strengthen. Now, we know that currencies overshoot. Um, They tend to be very volatile. But the RAND can potentially recover quite remarkably. And we will think it's very strong. And that will help in terms Mm -hmm. of stable oil prices, then we might actually see local fuel prices easing and not go up as much as next year. That is another um, important point in terms of lower inflation this year. So actual fact, come back to your question, lower US interest rates likely means a weaker dollar and a stronger rent. And that's going to be important input in terms of how you and I feel about the economy, Um, input into inflation and thus input into lower interest rates. Johan, we also, our central bank seems like it watches what other global central banks are doing and then uh, gets signals from there or decides how to proceed. Is that correct? And if so, uh, who are they watching and what are those like central banks saying, like the ECB, uh, like the Federal Reserve, like maybe the BOJ, maybe not the BOJ? Um, but just take me through how we are influenced by external reserve banks. Yeah, that's an important question. And, and you know, that 
differs from time to time. Sometimes local factors are far more important in terms of the local interest rate decision. Sometimes the global factors are important. Uh, we came mm -hmm. through the past mm -hmm. cycle in terms of the upward pressure on interest rates because global inflation at the same time as South African inflation moved up quite substantially. So we actually needed to raise interest rates as well. Um, sometimes when there's local factors, I think back to 2007, when local demand, consumer spending was very, very strong. That drove up interest rate, uh, drove up inflation substantially, this demand pull inflation, lots of demand versus less supply, inflation went up and we started hiking interest rates because of a local reason. This time around, inflation is falling and it's performed far better than global inflation. So we mm. can afford to start cutting interest rates, even if the Fed does not. By the way, I expect the Fed to, Fed to start cutting from March. Um, but even if the Fed delays that first cut to June or July, we can still afford to start cutting because our inflation is um, performing far better. So, the, yes, we absolutely watch what the Fed is doing, mostly. To a lesser extent, perhaps the ECB, but those are the two big um, international central banks that has some influence on the central bank here in South Africa. But as I say, sometimes local factors override those moves by foreign central banks. Yeah, Johan, when we're talking about inflation, uh, we often talk about things that you know affect us on a day-to-day -day basis, especially here in hot business. We don't want to be too highfalutin. We want to see, okay, why is it going to make a difference to you and I's life? So we talk about you know food inflation. What's happening with core inflation uh, in South Africa and why do we need to watch that as well? Yes, so core inflation is the headline number that you and I are used to, excluding food and energy. Mm -hmm. And that gives us a better picture of the underlying price pattern out there in the economy. So if we think about consumer spending, we all need to spend on food and energy, transport, and we need to eat, etc. But if we exclude that, we get a better picture of what demand impact on inflation is or what um, government's policy impact on inflation is. So it gives us a better understanding. And core inflation has come off quite substantially. Core inflation peaked around 5.3% in April last year. It's now down to 4.5%. And in terms of core inflation, that's a remarkable move. And that's one of the very important reasons why the Reserve Bank can actually afford to cut rates. As I say, probably not in January, but from March onwards. But of course, uh, you and I also spend on food and energy. So that's also an important thing to watch, what food prices does. We cannot always just exclude. So the court tells us the underlying picture. But fortunately, food inflation has eased. We've had a number of hiccups with the avian flu and floods, etc., that impacted. And um, energy prices, of course, petrol prices has been a significant driver. Mm -hmm. That's been coming off a little bit lately. But electricity, and that's still a big impact on that front. Okay. Johan Els, uh, Group Chief Economist at Old Mutual. Always good to have you on Hot Business. I feel like I learn each time you're on the show. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you very much. All right. When we come back, we are going to be getting tips on how to be healthy in a corporate environment with Suvashna Ramutha. She's the GM and the founder, actually, of Suede Wellness. Looking forward to that conversation. A lot of us are already feeling like that holiday feeling is gone. So maybe she'll get it back. Uh, she'll help us understand how to get it back and how to be a little bit healthier and more balanced. Do stay with us on Hot Business here on Hot 1027.
Hot 1027 Business with Enzinga.